Himalaya. You're listening to Poetry in America, a Himalaya learning audio course. To listen to the rest of this course, go to Himalaya.com PIA and enter promo code PIA at checkout to get your first 14 days free. Didn't my Lord deliver Daniel, deliver Daniel, deliver Daniel? Didn't my Lord deliver Daniel? Then why not every man? Welcome to Poetry in America, a set of pod courses that explore poetry as an art form and a cultural force operating through history to reflect and shape American identity. I'm Elisa New. I'm a professor at Harvard and the director and host of the Poetry in America public television series, and also of a series of online courses and educational materials used by teachers and students all over the country and the world. This pod course series will bring you highlights and never-before-heard outtakes from conversations I've had with many of the most distinguished people of our time, as well as outtakes and excerpts from some of my courses for learners of all ages. I've met interpreters of poetry in their offices and in their dressing rooms, on conference platforms, at festivals from Nantucket to Aspen to Miami to the Brooklyn Bridge Park. And I've met them in front of national monuments and in rural farmyards. Some readers have dropped into my classroom. Some interpreters have invited me into their homes. And some have come to my house to talk about poems with me. I've met some on crowded streets and, of course, on Zoom. Two vice presidents and a president have recorded with me. And I've talked about poetry with such musical greats as Yo-Yo Ma, Gloria Estefan, and hip-hop artist Nas. I talk poetry with some of the great actors and directors of our time, like John Lithgow and Cynthia Nixon and Diane Paulus, and with some of the great athletes like Shaquille O'Neal, and with national influencers from the world of business like Ray Dalio, or architecture, Frank Gehry, or journalism, Katie Couric. I also talk in this series with scholars, but most of those with whom I read poems are not experts. Great poems are conversation starters. They allow us to discover just how many-sided our world is, and even how many-sided we are, and they expose us to what we can't perhaps see on our own. Sometimes we can't see the beauty. Sometimes we can't see the injustice or the wrong. Or sometimes we can't hear the music until a poem cuts through our defenses, our rationalizations, or our distractions. Poems speak to us on frequencies that we may not be aware of, delivering their messages through tone and image and use of repetition or pattern. And when they are good, they have more to say than one reading will gather. 
Poetry is a language that awakens the senses and makes us ponder. Most poems develop a particular sound, a style of utterance. Sometimes it's musical, but the good ones nestle in your ear and from thence into your mind and heart. That is what poems have done for me for years and what happens when I sit with the guests who learn with me and teach me about poetry. This first pod course's subject is the tradition of Black protest poetry that established the key questions, themes, and problems Americans are still wrestling with today. This first pod course is launching in the summer of 2020. COVID-19 has us all at home, and the murder of a Black man named George Floyd and the disproportionate mortality of people of color from COVID has raised a civic outcry and a national self-examination into institutional racism, state violence, and the future of our country. All over the country, Peaceful protests are going on as Americans of all ages and all colors and sexual orientations gather en masse to declare that Black lives matter. The language of protest they use is full of eloquence and anger. It is tender, tortured, and it asks, as has been asked so many times before, how long, Lord, how long? This language of protest, a great civic poetry, holds to account the nation that, as Lincoln put it at Gettysburg, was conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are equal. But that liberty and that equality Lincoln described was still not yet achieved nearly a hundred years later when Langston Hughes asked, what happens to a dream deferred? And 70 years after Hughes asked this question, Black poets today like Claudine Rankin, Timbala Jess, Evie Shockley, Reginald Dwayne Betts, Joshua Bennett, Tanaz Smith, and others, they stand at the center of our culture asking why it is not yet achieved. How long, Lord? How long? They, these poets, reiterate simple claims of citizenship in language that has now been burnished and refined, sharpened and deepened in the crucible of accumulated waiting. These poets we listen to today are heirs to a tradition of civic action and also to a powerful and mature literary tradition, one older than the United States itself. This tradition includes the poems of Phyllis Wheatley, Moses Horton, James Weldon Johnson, Francis Ellen Watkins Harper, Paul Lawrence Dunbar, Melvin Tolson, Robert Hayden, Audre Lorde, and many others. As you'll learn in this pod course, poetry has had a particularly important role in the Black struggle for equality and dignity. At times when civic vehicles, civic means were entirely unreliable, corrupted or absent. Poets denied access to the polls, sometimes voted in verse and in song and in sermon and in oratory. And as poetry has performed civic work, it has also informed civic speech. 
Poetry has informed and elevated the speech of black statesmen, of Martin Luther King, Shirley Chisholm, Barack Obama, John Lewis, and so many others. In this pod course, I'll sit with some great interpreters of this poetic tradition, black poets and admirers of them, and we'll sit and read and discuss just a few of the works that stand behind the protest poetry of today. Sometimes a whole poem will engage us line by line, even word by word. At other times, a poem will provide an opportunity for a wider-ranging conversation, allowing us to connect with the historical moment when it was written or to apply its lesson to our moment. In some cases, I'll direct you how to find more content on this poem or topic or how to find more of my conversation with a guest, where to read more of their poems. To begin this course on great Black protest poems, we must start with the great and foundational wellspring of African American poetry, the tradition of the spiritual. W.E.B. Du Bois said this of spirituals, What are these songs, and what do they mean? I know little of music and can say nothing in technical phrase, but I know something of men, and knowing them, I know that these songs are the articulate message of the slave to the world. They are the music of an unhappy people, of the children of disappointment. They tell of death and suffering and unvoiced longing toward a truer world. A few years ago, I was lucky enough to tempt the international opera star, Devon Tynes, into a Harvard studio to sing some spirituals. I'd gotten to know Devon when he was an undergraduate at Harvard. In fact, I met him when he was only a freshman, just arrived at Harvard. As he took a leading role in Matt Alcoyne's opera, and then in such celebrated New York operas as The Black Clown, I stood by amazed watching this dazzlingly talented young artist take his place on the world stage. Comparisons to Paul Robeson are not misplaced, and the song I asked Devon to sing for us was most famously recorded by Paul Robeson, an artist who made his voice ring out for social justice. The spiritual Devon will sing here is Didn't My Lord Deliver Daniel? It's a complex protest poem, as well as a great musical classic of spiritual striving. The poem speaks through the predicament of the biblical character Daniel, who was trapped in a lion's den. And it asks, didn't the Lord deliver Daniel? Well, why not every man? The rich force of Devon's voice allows us to hear this poem's ideas as well as its feeling. It is not only an anguished cry from out of captivity. Didn't my Lord deliver Daniel is also a demand for equality. Why not every man? That demand is implicit in every bar of this song, and it will echo through all of the poems we read in this pod course. 
Did my Lord deliver Daniel? Deliver Daniel? Deliver Daniel? Did my Lord deliver Daniel? Then why not every man? He delivered Daniel from the lion's den and Jonah from the belly of the whale and the Hebrew children from the fiery furnace. Then why not every man? Didn't my Lord deliver Daniel? Deliver Daniel? Deliver Daniel? Didn't my Lord deliver Daniel? Then why not every Thank you for listening. All other episodes of Poetry in America are available only on the Himalaya Learning Platform. Himalaya Learning is an audio learning platform that provides pod courses from world-class thinkers and industry experts to fuel your personal and professional growth. To access exclusive content for this course and others like it, go to Himalaya.com PIA and enter promo code PIA at checkout for your first 14 days free. <laughs>